Good Erev Shabbos to everyone, our holy Erev Shabbos Jews who joined us weekly. We get together to prepare ourselves to transition, not to abruptly enter, but anything holy needs uh, introduction. Anything holy needs transition, needs preparation, and Shabbos is no different. Shabbos is the holiest day of the week, and we have to enter it with a sense of uh, consciousness and mindfulness, with a sense of preparation. It occurred to me we don't have a sponsor for the Turn Friday into Erev Shabbos year. We have sponsors for all the other series. If you're interested in sponsoring this series for the year, please feel free to be in touch with me. So I want to talk about for our short time together today, the notion of mindfulness, the idea of being present, not only in all that we do throughout the week, but especially as we enter Shabbos. So many do so, even in this Corona time, this quarantine time, even when we are essentially restricted to our homes, so we're not rushing to get home, we are already home. Nevertheless, time feels like it's endless. There's early Shabbos and middle Shabbos and late Shabbos, and we flirt with the last of those 18 minutes that we have as we go into Shabbos, still scrambling, scrambling to prepare ourselves and be ready, scrambling to uh, chase the people in our home for them to do the preparations that they're meant to do and that they're responsible to do. And when we enter Shabbos frazzled and fragmented, divided and distracted, then we can't achieve, we can't experience the peace and serenity that Shabbos are meant to provide and the way in which Shabbos is meant to be experienced. I appreciated this today on a whole new level. Because those learning Daf Yomi will uh, recognize, today we learned the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Ayin. And the Gemara there is talking about the notion of shogig. We know we have 39 categories of forbidden labor on Shabbos. Six days a week, go out and conquer the world. Learn about the world. Manipulate the world. Be in control. Dominate the world. Vikivshua, conquer that world. Innovate and create and discover and invent. And the seventh day, rest. Be at peace. Be at peace with nature, be at peace with the world around us. And so the Torah tells us there are 39 categories, Torah doesn't tell us, we derive, there are 39 categories of what we derive, what we call creative labor, and by refraining or abstaining from them, by resting like God rested, we liberate ourselves and we mark and celebrate the creation of the world. So the Gemara says, what happens if a person violates one of these categories of creative labor? By accident. And there are two ways you can do something by accident. Chazal tell us. Either you forgot it was Shabbos, so tomorrow you turn on the light switch. Tomorrow you plant, plow, grind, separate, cook, whatever the 39 categories. You forgot it was Shabbos is one way, or you remembered it was Shabbos, but you forgot that that particular act, or you forgot that that particular behavior was forbidden. Either case, the Gemara says, you do something by accident, you bring a carbon, a carbon chatas. Such an individual, such a Jew, had to make their way to the base of Mikdash, purchase an animal, and bring it and have the animal offered on their behalf, a korban chatas. And it should occur to you, why? What did you do wrong? What happened to accidents? Sometimes you forget. It's only natural. It's uh, very uh, unusual to find a Jew who never once in their life forgot it was Shabbos, woke up in the middle of the night and turned on the light or checked their phone or made a mistake. It's easy to forget it's Shabbos and it's easy to not be familiar and forget a particular law, a detail within the laws of Shabbos. And yet, such an individual is so responsible, so accountable, they have to make their way to Yushalayim, they have to bring a korban chatas. Our rabbis were telling us something incredibly important, not only in the laws of Shabbos, it's in the whole Torah, but also particularly in the laws of Shabbos. And that is the following. There are accidents that you're not responsible for. There are missteps that we couldn't have anticipated and we couldn't have known or done better. Anas Rahmana Patre. Sometimes there are circumstances, there are things that are beyond our control. And yet, and yet, there are things that are in our control. So you'll say, well, how is it in my control that I forgot it was Shabbos? 
How is it in my control that I forgot that particular law of Shabbos? And the answer is, being mindful or mindless is in our control. That's what the Torah is telling us. The reason that you have to bring that sacrifice, that carbon, is not for the particular error or mistake within the laws of Shabbos. The offering of the carbon is to atone, is to repair for being mindless entering Shabbos. When Shabbos comes, for the next 25 hours, you have to know I'm entering a holy period, a holy time. I am immersing myself in a place of refuge, of peace, of serenity, of tranquility, where I'm whole, where I'm complete. I'm tasting a portion of the world to come. And the Jew who entered Shabbos but forgot it was Shabbos. So mindless were they, so negligent were they, so distracted were they, that they forgot the very day that they were in is accountable. Not accountable as if they did it intentionally, but accountable for allowing themselves to be mindless. Accountable for the negligence of forgetting what day it is for being mindless about those particular acts or behaviors. So as I was studying the daf today, that Gemara and Shabbos, what seems to be an archaic and outdated law, what seems to be something which we can't really relate to or is not relevant, doesn't resonate for us, that if you do something by accident, you make it to the temple, you bring a korban, a sacrifice, we don't relate to that. We should relate to that. What it's telling us is we have to be mindful. Every day you should be mindful. Yom Rishon the Shabbos, Shana the Shabbos, Shlishi. Today is Sunday. It's Monday. It's Tuesday. Be mindful. It's your anniversary. It's your birthday. Be mindful. It's a milestone of somebody around you. We have to be mindful all the time with what we're doing. And we have to be particularly mindful when it comes to celebrating Shabbos. We have to know what day it is. We have to know the laws and the details that govern that day and that empower and that enable and that create a platform that propel us to achieve what we're dreaming of on that day, which is peace and serenity and joy. I sent out in our WhatsApp group every Friday we have a short message to inspire our Friday and turn it into a Shabbos. And I shared from the Shira Shabbos, a wonderful book, Quotes a Practice of the Bialo Rebbe, that that sense of mindfulness, of intentionality, of consciousness, so absent and so challenging in our time with technology and connection and noise, we can work on it. As we go into Shabbos, there are exercises. The very fact that we have rules about how we prepare for Shabbos, we spoke about several weeks ago that we wash our hands and our face, our body, not only physically but metaphysically. We reflect on the week we had and we pledge to do better. We make ourselves whole with the people we've hurt or we accept an apology from those who've hurt us. We go guilt-free and shame-free into Shabbos, having cleansed not only our body but our soul, having uh, washed not only physically, but metaphysically. We set our table. So the Bialo Rebbe in Shira Shabbos tells us the way and the order in which we set our Shabbos can help increase or promote our sense of mindfulness. And this is not a law. It doesn't appear in Shulchan Aruch. It's not yet another thing I have to do before anyone accuses me of triggering them. This is not something that I'm imposing on anyone, sharing a nice thought and a nice idea for those who want to embrace it. Shira Shabbos says, when you set the table, don't be listening to music. Don't be in a conversation. When you set the table, be mindful and present in what you're doing, in welcoming Shabbos. Say, covered Shabbos Kodesh, every fork you put down, every plate you put down, every cup you put down, every ingredient you add to the potato kugel, every, the selection of which wine you're putting in your wine fridge, or you're going to take the cork out or prepare for that night. With everything we do with intention and consciousness and mindfulness, we are already accepting and receiving the holiness, the Kedusha, the sanctity of Shabbos. So he says, the order to at the table shouldn't be random. You grab the silverware, whichever you got first, but rather first the sakin, the knife, then the mazleg, the fork, and then the kaf, the spoon. Why? Because the samach of sakin 
and the mem of mazlig and the chaf of kaf spell out somich. Somich Hashem lechol hanoflim. All week long I'm falling. I'm falling into despair and hopelessness. I'm falling into depression and guilt. All week long I'm falling into victimhood. All week long I'm falling into a place of feeling scattered and fragmented and divided. And then Somich Hashem lechol hanoflim. Oh, the Heilige Shabbos is coming. Only five more days, four more days, three more days. Only one more hour. I'm going to shave, uh, shower and shave. I'm going to prepare myself physically, metaphysically. And then I'm going to immerse myself in the cocoon, in the protective place called Shabbos. No news and no data and no updates, no strife and no fights, no worry, no anxiety, no envy, no arrogance. I'm going to immerse myself in a place of study and song, of sleep and conversation, of laughter, of games. Somech Hashem l'chol hanoflim. Somech is hinted to, alluded to in Sakin, Mazleg, and Kaf, even the very order in which, I, again, not a halacha, not imposing this on anyone, but if you want to take it upon yourself or even just see it as an example of the capacity, the ability to practice mindfulness if we want, even in the very way in which we set the table. So the intention, the mindfulness, the purpose, the consciousness with which we bring to Shabbos will liberate us. It'll liberate us. So many of us struggle. Our minds race and they take us so many different places and we can't help but think and worry. But Shabbos, Shabbos releases us. Shabbos emancipates us. Shabbos frees us. Shabbos allows us to be fully present and mindful, fully immersed within a sense of Shabbos. The Shlach HaKadosh in the Sefer Amr HaShalom says, you know how you can win the battle? You know why Shabbos empowers and gives us those tools? Because Shabbos, you get a Neshama Yisera. Shabbos, when you turn off all the noise, you can turn up the volume on your soul. All week long, he says, there's a battle between the body and the soul. And it's pretty evenly matched. If anything, the body has the advantage. The body's tempted to look and to speak and to listen and to eat and to do and to sleep. And the soul, the Tzelem Elohim, the godly spirit inside us that's disciplined and dignified, that is supposed to empower us to be able to overcome and channel our body, we are embroiled in a battle royale, the body versus the soul. Well, Shabbos, the scale is tipped in our favor. Why? Not because we're on steroids, but how do we defeat the body on Shabbos? Neshami, our neshama is on steroids. We have an additional layer, additional presence. What does it mean to have a neshama yisera? I'd like to suggest what the shla means is the neshama yisera means a greater sense of mindfulness, of consciousness, of presence. When we come into Shabbos and we've gone through the ritual of turning off our phone, of shutting away technology, of putting a beautiful white tablecloth or a Shabbos decoration over the technology, putting it in a specially designated cabinet or cubby, and we go through a ritual which disconnects us from the things that distract us, and now we're able to be mindful and present in all that we do. And so that's the Neshama Yisera. My soul is more, uh, it's perceiving more. My soul is more on fire. The antenna of my soul is further extended. It has greater bandwidth and greater capacity, and it has a higher speed to connect. It's a neshama, which is yesera. It's additional, it's expanded, it's extra. And because it is, therefore the neshama can defeat the guf. The expanded soul, the double soul, it can take on the body. And therefore I can reach to higher levels. I can achieve a better and a higher sense of self. Shabbos is an exercise in mindfulness and consciousness. And therefore we're accountable even for a malacha we do b'shogig. When we do something by accident, there are accidents that didn't have to happen. We were negligent. Had we been mindful in what the day is about, had we been mindful in its laws, we wouldn't have been negligent and violated that, that act. And that's why we're accountable and have to bring a karbon. The way we set the table, the way we prepare can sharpen 
and cultivate a sense of mindfulness and intention. The Neshama Yisero we welcome is a greater and a higher sense of, of mindfulness. So I bless us all. We have a mindful Shabbos, a present in all that we're doing, that we restore and return our soul to its roots. And in that way, we're able to achieve a peace, a tranquility. And I wish each and every one of you a happy, a healthy, and a, and a healthy Shabbos. Have a wonderful Shabbos.